I'm Dennis Astapase of the Business Mirror, and this is the Broader Look Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Broader Look Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast segment is based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters BG Cabuag and Kai Ordinario. The Broader Look Podcast is produced by T. Anthony C. Cabangon, publisher of The Business Mirror. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Today we podcast week 37 of the Stock Market Outlook for September 11, 2023 to September 15, 2023. Let's get on with the story. Share prices gained for the second straight week with the main index closing at 6,200 points, but investors remained cautious following the higher August inflation. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index gained 41.88 points to close at 6,222.94 points. The main index was up almost all week long except on Thursday when it gave up 58.62 points. August inflation rose to 5.3%, while this is within the Banco Central and Philippines range of 4.8% to 5.6%, the print being at the high end of the already revised range is concerning and speaks to the level of both push and pull issues in the third quarter, Broker 2 Trade Asia said. The broker said silver lining is that excluding volatile food and fuel for inflation eased to 6.1% from 6.7% in July, which shows that the other basket items are showing predictability relative to last year. The volume of trade remained anemic except last Monday when it had some 11 billion pesos worth of trades, but the rest of the week was just at 3.2 billion pesos to 3.5 billion pesos. The average value for the week reached 4.83 billion pesos with foreign investors taking just more than a third of the trade. Foreigners remained net sellers at 3.59 billion pesos. For the weak losers, slightly edge gainers, 109 to 102, and 29 shares remained unchanged. The top gainers for the week were Forum Pacific Incorporated, A Brown Company Incorporated, Araneta Properties Incorporated, Mondenese Incorporation, LBC Express Holdings Incorporated, Atok Big Wedge Company Incorporated, and Pacifica Holdings Incorporated. The top losers, meanwhile, were IPM Holdings Incorporated, Seafront Resources Corporation, Metro Alliance Holdings and Equities Corporation A, Philippine Infradev Holdings Incorporated, Flutas Holdings Incorporated, Solid Group Incorporated, and Grand Plaza Hotel Corporation. Share prices may continue on range trading this week as investors remain cautious on the macroeconomic condition. Juan Paolo Colette, Managing Director at China Bank Capital Corporation, said the main index could trade within the 6,150 to 6,350 point area, with investors taking a more cautious stance ahead of the release of U.S. August inflation data. 
Mr. Collette said a higher-than-expected rise in U.S. consumer prices would be unwelcome news for the equities market as it would pile pressure on the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates and prolong a hawkish monetary policy. Mr. Collette said traders will also anticipate the FTS rebalancing, which takes effect on Friday, as that could influence the movement of certain local index heavyweights. Meanwhile, Jafet Luis Tanchanko, senior research analyst at Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated, said the sustainability of the market's rise is in question as investors' confidence is seen to remain tepid amid the recent negative economic developments. Banco Central ng Pilipinas Governor Eli Remolona Jr. said last week that the full impact of the increase in market rates may not have yet run its full course and efforts must be exerted to strengthen the financial system to absorb risks that come with it. Governor Remolona, the new chairman of the Financial Stability Coordination Council, said risks loom despite the recent strength of the economy. The Financial Stability Coordination Council recently approved a range of actions to enhance the resilience of the country's financial system. These include communication to the capital and contingent markets and putting in place the right tools and better data to preemptively manage possible contagion risks. The governor said while the high-level indicators are notable, there are many developments that they should still monitor. The governor said this is where systemic risk surveillance is critical because monetary authorities need to assess if and how changing conditions in the global and regional markets mesh with its own domestic situation. The Financial Stability Coordination Council pointed out the economy is expanding, headline inflation is falling, employment is generally increasing, and there are no immediate signs of sector-wide pressures among corporates. The Council also observed that global growth prospects are more positive today than several months ago. However, there are still evident pressures from the advanced economies and even from within Asia. The central bank said the Council's systemic risk review highlighted that the growth prospects of the Philippines' major trading partners are expected to diverge. Banco Central and Philippines Governor Remolona said in managing systemic risk, they are preparing for viable possibilities rather than forecast the most likely outcome. City economists for the Philippines, Nalin Chuchotitam, said the BSP had cautioned about upside risks to inflation, but several factors would support the central bank's continued pause. First, second quarter gross domestic product growth had been weaker than expected, and effects of monetary tightening would continue to feed through in the coming quarters, Chuchotitam said. Second, the analyst said the government has stepped up efforts on food prices containment and thus the Banco Central in the Philippines is likely to allow time to gauge their impact. Third, transport fare hikes are a one-off event. In any case, Chuchotitam said Citibank notes the risk to its call, particularly if areas outside of Manila calls for larger increases in wage hikes and if the El Nino effects and global rice export restrictions cause rice inflation to be more severe. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, senior research analyst at Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated, said the sustainability of the market's rise is in question as investors' confidence is seen to remain tepid amid the lack of a positive catalyst. Tanchanko said investors are still expected to be on the lookout for a positive catalyst. Without such, the local market could move without downward bias. Investors are expected to watch out for the U.S. upcoming August inflation data as this may give clues on the Federal Reserve's next policy move, Tanchanko said.
The analyst said investors may also take cues from the country's upcoming June foreign direct investments and July overseas Philippine cash remittance data. The market support is seen at 6,150 points and resistance is seen at 6,400 points. For the stock picks, Free Stocks Financials Incorporated has advised clients to go for listed firms in the property sector that have hotel and mall segments due to the recovery of the tourism sector. Stocks Financial said the hotel segment across various property companies rebounded, notably due to the resurgence in tourism after facing pandemic-related setbacks. In addition, Stocks Financial said it believes that the mall segment will also be fueled by the recovery of tourism in the country. They say this rebound to continue for the rest of the year for the hospitality sector. On the other hand, Real Stocks Financial said the high interest rate environment may temper the growth of the property sector's other segments like the residential and office space. The residential sector's momentum might taper off due to the elevated mortgage rates as high interest rates could discourage potential home buyers. The analyst said the overseas Filipino workers' remittances might prioritize essentials given the persistently high inflation, Real Stocks Financial said. The office segment, meanwhile, could experience a deceleration in growth as businesses may show reluctance to expand in a high-interest environment. Fieldstocks Financials recommended to buy on the stock of SM Prime Holdings Incorporated, which it gave a target price of 44 pesos and 90 centavos. The shares of SM Prime Holdings Incorporated closed last Friday at 30 pesos apiece. Maybank Investment Banking Group Philippines, meanwhile, recommends a buy on Manila Water Company as the water utility firm's first half 2023 earnings of 5 billion pesos is ahead of its estimates due to higher-than-expected cross-border billing revenues and Vietnam equity earnings. As such, Maybank Investment Banking Group raises its fiscal year 2023 and 2024 earnings forecast by 5% and 7% which translates to a higher target price of 27 pesos. Maybank Investment Banking Group reiterates its buy call on the back of 54% total return, including yield of 5.1%. The shares of Manila Water Company was last traded at 18 pesos and 0.8 centavos apiece. And now for the weather outlook via the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASAP. In an advisory it issued at 12 o'clock p.m. of September 8, 2023, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of September 15, 2023, PAGASA said that Sunday until Friday, September 10 to September 15, a possible formation of a low-pressure area is seen over the West Philippine Sea and may cause the southwest monsoon to shift westward that may lead to a fair weather condition throughout the country with little chances of rain showers or thunderstorms, mostly in the afternoon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Mirror Borderlook podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line DM Podcast. The Broderlook Podcast is produced by T. Anthony C. Cabanon, publisher of The Business Mirror. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Our gratitude also goes to Business Mirror reporter Kai Ordinario for providing the voice for the radio. Until the next episode, this is Dennis Astapasi of The Business Mirror asking you to stay safe 
stay strong and be empowered.